Dustin, why are you calling me? I'm calling you? Yeah. That's funny. Hello? Hey, Kevin. <laughs> leave. leave. <laughs> why did that happen? All right, everyone. Welcome to another uh, dose. Full uh, episode of Trash Delivery. Hope yeah. you enjoyed the mini-sode last week. <laughs> You're calling We've it. We've been digging gonna through the trash that is our world, like, hungry r- raccoons yeah we found some gems we found some like uh some some tin cans and some i don't know what would be good to find that's like something that i do to make like myself feel better Chinese food or something well we know because they don't have uh recycling in hamtramck and so the whole recycling is just like to do it is such an uh event I rem- that i remember yeah that i often you have to make a day of it i often like don't recycle and every time that i throw like a tin can in the garbage i just imagine so aluminum is important too. Yeah, yeah, aluminum. Yeah, any any sort of metal product. I just imagine the like the grateful person scavenging the wasteland that finds that can as a way to make myself feel better. What are they going to do with it? Get cook food in it. Put water in it. I mean, it's metal. It's like it's a. It'll last. Yeah, it's it's not glass. It's not going <laughs> to break. It's probably pretty useful. I've heard that aluminum is one of the most important things to recycle because it's difficult. To, it's energy uh, intensive to make it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what are what are the what's like a black bean can made out of? What is that aluminum? aluminum. Yeah, those really? cans are aluminum. All right. Well, you know what? And still, it doesn't change the fact for the lucky scavenger in the apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, from the fallout shelter. Yeah, he needs a can. He's looking for one desperately, and he's like, "God, why didn't anyone throw away a can in 2019?" It's like that episode of Twilight Zone where it's, it's you wake up in the post-apocalyptic wasteland, and all you want is an aluminum can. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I played Fallout, their aluminum cans weren't really worth anything. No. Yeah, well, that's not very realistic. But those bottle caps, baby. They're going to be so valuable. I don't think that's true. They'll probably be in abundance. See, my recycling is very simple. There's just this homeless lady who walks around my apartment complex who's always asking everybody for cans, so I just give her my cans. Yeah, but that's like Coca-Cola cans. Yeah. Right. So there's what like... What about your soup, empty soup cans? She doesn't want those. Uh, I know you eat a lot of soup. I do eat a lot of soup. You eat a lot of soup? Kevin eats a lot of soup. Campbell's soup. Campbell's soup? Do you mix it with a can of water? Are you supposed to do that? Are you kidding what? me? Well, it depends on the Campbell's soup. Yeah. E- are you eating condensed soups or not? No, no. no they're no. like they're like prepared soups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's those are only- I get the, the fancy soups. ones, not the yeah, ones the, that okay. the basic Campbell's. The hearty ones and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Big the... chunks of potatoes and stuff mm-hmm. in them? Man, I could eat some soup. I that love shit soup. sounds good. <laughs> Um, so we do some cold cuts right now. Uh, iguanas are uh, really they're they're thriving in Florida, and I imagine I didn't think like there are going to be some species that thrive. Oh, interesting. As because in, of the heat increases. And yeah, stuff? they're all over the place. People are being hired with BB guns to kill them. Oh, that's that awful. I don't yeah, like that. Uh, and some people are getting you know you know stray BBs in the leg and stuff. I like that. But I mean, what made me think about it, that made me silver just immediately lining. think like, uh, um, in my all you know, I have an al- right there. Sorry, I have an alternative ontology. Yeah. You know, where uh, like sometimes I'm a leftist, but sometimes I believe that uh, all of reality is like an interdimensional nightmare where we're being tormented by a trickster god. Okay. Uh, and uh, that possibly the reptilians are it's terraforming. Like, like what? It's like Hellraiser. Yeah, see no yeah, bite. I haven't seen that. But yeah, They're trying some, to show us things. Yeah, well, trying I to mean, just kinks. Yeah. The reptilians are terraforming the earth. I mean, that sounds likely to me, honestly. If you think about oh, it. Oh, because they're because they want it to be hotter. Yeah, it's gonna be better for them. I mean, if the iguanas <laughs> are thriving. Yeah. 
it makes that kind of makes more sense than anything else okay then then unless human you know unless human beings really do have this like uh horrible death drive in them where we uh can't acknowledge uh our own spiraling towards i think it's just because we're lazy asshole or that we've become lazy assholes it's one of the two i don't know i mean certainly human beings have a capacity for cruelty and and evil and stuff given the right circumstances but overall i think most people are like just want to have a life the assyrians used to like make giant giant wooden poles and cover them with the skins of their enemies yikes yeah i listened to like a five-hour hardcore history episode that's where i learned that about about punishment (laughs) uh uh and one of the one thing that he he. Car, Dean Carlin opens the episode talking about this um, uh, incident of public execution that happened in like in the 1700s, mid 1700s. Yeah. Um, and at this point, like public executions, like big, like Coliseum style executions, had kind of gone out of style. But like some guy tried to assassinate the uh, king of France, so they had this like let's throw back, let's have let's have a, a grand yeah, old. All the hits are back. Yeah, like, a grand old. Fucking, uh, let's make France great. Wait, where is this? This was in France. France, yeah. Let's make yeah. France uh, great again. Where they like sold out the arena, and like it was all the rich people trying to get the best seats to watch this, you know, would-be assassin. Uh, they like poured molten liquid into these wounds that they cut in him, and the, and it was this is like an outdated uh, uh, execution practice. So like the execu- executioners. Were like didn't even know how to do it, so they like <laughs> fucked up over and over. And then they tried to draw and quarter him, but again, they hadn't done that in a while. So like the the drawing and the quartering, they had to like keep hacking at him to like get the t- tendons, and like just this imagine just a crowd of like wealthy French aristocrats. I'm guessing they watching this weren't into it. No, they loved it. Really? Yeah, they which, were probably more into it. Yeah, which because they're paying they're paying top dollar to be there, and that is the funny. That's like the interesting thing about it is what is how. Like the culture, like if you, if you watch that today, if we gather a group of people today, go to Comerica Park, do that exact same thing, I, I, you'd think a lot of people would just see that and would just like immediately like retch. Yes. Would mm-hmm. just like have like a very physical I would be violent, reaction violent, to but it. But the thing is, it might yeah. just pre-select, but I mean the people that show up to see it, they want to see it. That's true. It's not like they're in a baseball stadium and watching the game and suddenly like in it. the uh, what the halftime intermission, whatever happens during a baseball well, yeah, game. Some people like love lively. They <laughs> seventh like to, inning stretch. Yeah. <laughs> the seventh inning stretch where they stretch they just, someone to their death. Yeah. Hey, bust out the rack. Hey, I mean Rob Manfred. <laughs> Baseball's boring. This is a way to make it more exciting. Yeah, we kill yes. someone by stretching them during yeah. the stretch. <laughs> yeah, this guy's been panhandling a little bit too much on seventy-five. Aren't you sick of him? Here he here he is. Oh lord, everyone's just yep. Yeah, but I hope you like that bit where I recapped a bit from another podcast. Hey. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that was our podcast corner. Yeah, yeah. other podcast corner. You should listen to Hargraves or it's a good so, podcast. So uh, you know, I'd like to talk uh also about this is this is really um that really we don't have to talk about this and has nothing to do with leftism but the i saw the the, the beatles movie yesterday yeah. call by its name is yesterday. yeah it was it was bad um it's a bad movie it was a secret ed sheeran movie it's, i haven't seen it so you'll have to you guys are gonna have it's to, true there's, there's an a ed lot sheeran of movie ed in sheeran. disguise like they they were they were like okay what's the modern equivalent of the beatles i, I don't know what their 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 uh thought process i wonder was. who came He's to who i wonder if the if the producers were like we need a we need a pop star to play the foil here 
who is it going to be? We want Ed Sheeran. Or if Ed Sheeran's people reached out, heard they're yeah. making uh, Beatles uh, movie, uh. we're like, oh fuck, this is our chance. Because like Ed Sheeran, he's like he was in Game of Thrones, but he might be trying to slowly creep his way into acting. Yeah. The thing like, that made it so awful for me was just that they. They they present Ed Sheeran as the foil, which is like he he is kind of a laughing. Like I was like, okay, I'm I'm this is too much Ed Sheeran, but I'm sort of okay with him using this capacity as sort of he's a joke. Like at one point he answers his phone where the ringtone is uh, "Shape of You," hmm. and it's it's played for like uh, oh look at this guy like ha. And then he gets in a songwriting contest with uh, yeah with, he, essentially with the Beatles he, and gets his ass kicked and he just accepts it. He's like, I always knew, they always told me someone would come along this better than me. That's what his accent does, doesn't sound like. <laughs> and, yeah, he uh, sounds pretty normal, actually. Uh, uh, but yeah, and, but then for the mo- emotional climax of the entire film, they score it with an Ed Sheeran song. Yeah, it's an Ed Sheeran concert. Which No, it's not an Ed Sheeran yeah, concert. Yeah, it is an Ed Sheeran concert. It's a Beatles concert. No, how is it a Beatles concert? Oh, no, you're at right. At the very oh, end. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's opening for Ed Sheeran. That's no, no it's, it, he's not. He's a surprise guest. Oh, God. It's an age, which, coincidentally, already all of the characters are every... His parents, his girl, ex-girlfriend, all of his friends. Not He didn't tell them to go. They're just all at the <laughs> Sheeran concert already. It, it was just like just the most screenwriter type of like 101, <laughs> like, like panicking shit. Like, I could see them panicking. Like, how are we going to end this fucking movie? Just everything works out. Nothing was a problem. Uh, oh, it's totally... Things worked out great for John Lennon. Oh my! Oh, John, that's what we got to talk about. They represent. Okay, so in this spoiler alert, for anyone who doesn't know about the movie yesterday, which how could you not? <laughs> it actually yeah. is a hit. Is it? It actually is. Okay. Well, uh, he meets. Uh, it's an alternate universe where the Beatles uh, are not a band, and uh, he <clears throat> at one point he meets these two other people who remember. The Beatles as well, which weirdly were like somehow knowingly stalking him when he visited Liverpool. One of them is a Russian who once he hears, he goes, he has a concert in Moscow where he plays uh, back in the USSR. Which is not a hit. That would not be a hit without the Beatles. Literally, literally none, no Beatles song would be a hit today. No, I if could, it just premiered today, I could see. I can stretch my my my, uh, my suspension of disbelief for stru- shit like something yesterday. Yeah, the production has to be totally be. different. This, the, yeah, but that's the thing. This, there are some Beatles songs that that stand the test yeah. of time as purely just songs, like their no, chord no, changes. They, no, they, they stand the test of time as good songs, obviously. But it's not about just being a good song. That's the problem with the movie. The movie thinks that music is timeless and that its quality is inherent and not that it's a product of its of its of the surrounding culture so yeah we're jumping all over the place but i want to before i forget just bring up the this fact this is really that good i'm not i'm enjoying myself just <laughs> he's jerking off a, right now with, he's, he's within the context yeah. of this film one of so he's like the he's mining all the beatles hits to make this this big beatles double album like no one's ever written songs this fast before this many good songs this fast and so I thought it was going to be interesting as far as like, oh, maybe he, he might like start running out of songs or like trying to go for the – I thought they were going to go that angle. But that's not even what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is within the, the, the songs that he chose to put on this album, one of them is She Was Just 17 or I Saw Her Standing There. Where, you know, starts with, she was just 17. He's like a fucking thir- – in his 30s, pudgy dude. And, Wait, but somebody he- made a Twitter joke about that before the movie came out. That's actually in the movie. That's yeah. actually one of the main featured Beatles songs. Well, she was just 17. You know what I mean. 
when I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks cute. That's exactly what I thought. Lily and James I'm, so, I'm honestly shocked. The main, okay, the main thrust of why it's bad <laughs> doesn't even have to do with music. Kevin's thirst corner. This fucking movie. <laughs> James, is, she's, a, she's a delightful romantic uh, comedy oh. heroine. Oh and my God, the, you liked the, the romantic plot The line? descendant of Julia Roberts. Did yeah, you like know. that shit? The movie thought it was about a romance. Literally these banal characters that like, they don't do anything to to uh, articulate their connection beyond just like she fell in love with him when they were children and has been in this weird sort of like non-reciprocal. Uh, I mean, it is absurd that that dude would just like be so yeah, oblivious to her affection. no sense. They were not human beings in this film. And like... I'm not saying I like that, but I just think that Lily James is a cute rom-com heroine. That's yeah, I mean. she was cute. If they wanted to make a movie about a rom-com, they should have made a movie about those characters. But they didn't. They focused well, no, they entirely on... Who's all the schematic? Just the schematic. And then of... at the very end, they throw in the fact that, like, oh, but we're in love and we're going to be together and everything magically works out, which is so untrue to the Beatles as well. You're trying to make a movie about the Beatles, like fucking John Lennon. He goes to John Lennon <laughs> for advice. This is the best part. So how do they meet? He just gets the from the two people who remember who the Beatles are, and also oh wait, two people just remember who yeah, like, two other and people they're like do. oh, and it's and it, it's like presented as this might be this interesting moment of conflict. How or does something. he realize that nobody remembers who the Beatles? Because it's by very shoehorned dialogue moments. Well, he plays a song like he meets his friends after a bus accident, which is when the whole thing happened, and he plays them yesterday, and then they're all like, "Whoa, what's this?" Like kind of like he plays yeah, because he's a musician and he so. has a good voice. Like honestly, like that part was believable <laughs> to me. I bought that, and especially. Yesterday is just an acoustic song. You don't need the production elements right. to like that, make it. Be speaking what it of is. the movie, like one of the things I thought was fascinating because he has to recreate the catalog of the Beatles, right, from memory, and he can remember so he much. He can remember the entirety of not just the lyrics, but the like the musical, yeah. the, the musical elements as well. Yeah. It's insane. Wouldn't it have been interesting if you get these fucked up version of the Beatles songs? Like that would have been a more interesting movie if mm. like like they're coming out sort of fucked up. Like he gets yesterday right, but then when he tries to like all the others, there's parts that are wrong and stuff, or like and, and then he. Gets to the point where he's used up all the hits and he's just trying to like reach in and he's like oh shit uh we got to use like i don't know honey pie see yeah. people like this speaking uh, of the john lennon bit like that part like that characterization is such a total like that's like like the fetishization of john lennon oh my god of the, like, of, of the like benevolent uh imagine all the people yeah. like this as if he wasn't like a fucking him. insane asshole john lennon had so many fucking problems and also, one thing, like, again, this movie, like, the premise of the movie doesn't, like, it doesn't actually merit, like, intense scrutiny because then the whole thing falls apart. But, like, when you then present that John Lennon's still alive and he just didn't become a musician, what was he doing instead then? Like did he yeah. like did he try to become a musician and the songs just didn't well, work? How about the fact shown him like painting or something? They did they did have it they had a drawings all over his thing so he was just like a draw like an artist but okay. they did, that doesn't make any sense because he would still be a musician he's still the same guy and the fucking the guy the protagonist didn't even ask him like oh do you play guitar he didn't even like that hey, wasn't even a thing. Duet? Hey like do you hey have you written any songs by the way? Yeah, you meet John he Lennon even and ask you're him. no doesn't even come up. Um, hey, uh, if, okay, you can't... I also want to know about Oasis not being in this world. Oh, oh that's the other funny thing they don't acknowledge. Or, they, no, they do acknowledge... Okay, so Oasis isn't in this world because there's multiple things that are missing in it. Like, it's, there's a sequence where he's Googling shit and finding out, like, what does and doesn't exist. Yeah, okay. And he finds out Oasis doesn't exist, but the girl who is his love interest yeah. saw him performing Wonderwall, and that's why, she, that's why she initially fell in love with him when he was, like, eight, when they were, like, children. Okay. But... Uh, in this world, that means he, as an eight-year-old, wrote Wonderwall. 
Which goes entirely unacknowledged. I mean... Just like, I thought about your movie harder than you. I think that maybe an eight-year-old could write Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is the rock world's most popular and most overworked rumor. It pops up in magazines and is the constant dream of disc jockeys. John Lennon has heard it all before. Will the Beatles get together again? Perhaps for a one-night concert beamed by closed-circuit television all around the world. That, to me, is... Not interesting because wait. So there are other people who remember the Beatles. Only two. There's a Russian dude who, again, when he hears the song, when he hears "Back in the USSR," he then like he wa- he watches it, he hears it, and he's like stupefied. He's like, "Whoa!" And the movie like makes like the way it's it's uh, it's staged makes you think like, "Oh, uh oh." He's got to watch out because someone knows about him knowing about the Beatles, and he's they're gonna out him. Yeah, right? but how are they gonna out him? Everybody'd be like, "That guy's insane." That, when they, when they encounter him, they yeah, like they set it up like that. When they encounter him, they're just like, "Actually, no, it's really just nice to hear the yeah. songs again." They're at a press conference, and then they're like, "Who's your favorite Beatle? John, Paul, Ringer, Ringo, or the other one, George?" Uh, <laughs> my favorite one. And then they hold up a yellow submarine, and he's like, "Oh no!" And then they yeah, the behind the scenes, that it's like uh, behind backstage, he's like, "Oh yeah, we just love you," and it's like. We love the Beatles, and we're glad you could keep it alive. Like, okay. So what a non-story element. Yeah. You, you could have you just not well, it's put a bait, it in there. It's a bait and switch. No, it's there for tension yeah, purposes because like, there's no the tension otherwise. the most rudimentary fucking dumbass instincts you could possibly have yeah. as a screenwriter. Yeah. Well, you have to have tension. Yeah, there's, it, without it, there's literally no there tension. There was tension. The whole tension, the fact this is happening at all. It's not script tension. Yeah, um, no, no. You don't need to fucking put in new characters that are magically stalking... That, like, he goes to Liverpool, he tells the record label, because part of it was they had this Kate McKinnon character who... Awful. Just is, awful. Is, like, all, I, like, I feel like they didn't tell her it wasn't a sketch or something. Like She was doing an SNL character. She's outrageous. doing this character that is so over the top be, from the like other a, characters. Like a parody of a music manager. Uh, yeah, like a straight parody where it's like, if the other characters, if the whole tone of the movie was like that, fine. Mm. But no, no, everyone else was like, just like a pretty banally written character in a script and she's just like don't you want to make more money <laughs> she literally like has dollar signs in her eyes uh it, it, it's like yeah that's a way to sell yourself to a young artist is just be like yeah i'm gonna rip you off and exploit you but you should come work with me it's like all right that's the other thing they set it up like it's gonna be about that like the whole talk about oh you want to drink from the chalice uh of fame and it's not about that at all it's not fucking about anything it's about nothing it's a movie that's about like the Seinfeld movie or something. I'm talking about Midsummer it's now, buddy. Sign- uh, I don't oh want to. Boy, here we go. I'm not gonna. I'm you not gonna saw talk that. It's bad. I'm not gonna talk about it in the pod. Hey, hey, Spider Man, he go back in time to uh, he, Samurai times. No, he goes to Venice. Oh, okay. And then back pro- in time. No, although is that I mean, what Far From God, Home kind of going means? to Venice is like going back in time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Far from home All just means he goes to Venice. And he's on a school trip. Wait, really? Are we recording? Yeah. Good. That's re- <laughs> You're fucking chewing that banana so hard. <laughs> you can hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm I'm malnourished. He needs all that potassium for for all the fucking he's doing. Yeah. That's all they meant though. I was like far from home. I was so like, I oh shit, is he gonna go to like one of those different? I mean, I don't watch these Marvel. He already movies. went back in time in Endgame. We don't. Okay, no I don't more watch. Time I don't watch these Marvel movies. But I thought maybe it would mean he goes to like I know that like Captain Marvel sure is good. the steward of multiple dimensions or something, right? No. What? Isn't she? Where are you getting this? I don't know. No, Isn't she like? I would like to see you, like in yesterday, recreate the timeline of the MCU with just 
off like a secondhand okay. information okay. Right. that you've okay. accumulated right. from Twitter. So Iron Man, all right. So he got he made a suit, and okay, I won't go all the way back there. They made the Avengers. They stopped aliens from invading, and well, pretty, after pretty that, right on so far. Okay, so after that, um, then uh, Iron Man made a robot. Yes, that is bad. Yes, and yeah. the robot started to uh, kill everyone, and then did a. Uh, um, you saw these movies? No, 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 no. I didn't see them. <laughs> and then, uh, and so they they beat they beat him all together, right? All together as a team, sort of, yeah. But after that, there was a conversation about uh, Iron Man and the Avengers having unilateral, uh, you know, c- yes. control uh, the ability well, to, to be. Well, should they be checked by some sort of international? Yeah, with Iron Man saying no. And Captain America no. saying yeah, yes. Yeah, your first error. You have it. The, you have it. Backwards. Okay. 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 Well, Captain America is a renegade. Here. Ironically, oh. Captain America is the one that says no. That we sh- need to be able to work without the free market of, of, the of Avengers of ideas. Well, because I think his argument was that um, that these that he, they could be ended uh, end up. The tools of corrupt, yeah, he of got corrupt, burned by Hydra already once. Corrupt politicians. Okay, and wait, because so, he was like, "Well, what if they are like, hey, go fuck up Afghanistan?" Then yeah. what? So, so okay, so his uh, Who argument watches is the that Watchmen. We are uncorruptible, and we mm. should have no checks and balances, which is sort of true. I mean, that's why comic book movies are so fucking fascist, because they like fucking uh, like take it kind of for granted that well, that one sort of didn't, but like they at least got into the the weeds a little bit about it. A but little bit. They relies on hierarchy. But they're like they're like these are our gods basically, and we just let them do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. But the thing is, they're kind of bene- they're like benevolent dictators in a way because they really do have everyone's best interests at heart the whole time, like all the time. The superheroes. But the so superheroes so guys. then they fought about it. They fought about that, and then they, they became did. friends at the end. And it's not and really. They maybe okay. No. Okay. But no. so they were still in the in the Avengers group. No, not really. It's splinters. Okay. So at any rate. <laughs> Thanos, big so purple. So he stopped watching the, it Civil War. Okay, so the big, no, I didn't see that movie. The big purple guy yeah, big purple comes guy. along and, uh, and he says, I have the magic glove. Say his, you know his name. Say his Thanos, name. Thanos, right. the big guy, the big bum. And he says, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get all the magic stones and I'm going to do the fascist equation of instead of doubling the resources of the universe, right. I'm going to half the inhabitants of the universe. Correct. And no one questions that assumption, and then no one suggests to him that the other thing he could do. Yeah, no one. That's just not brought up. And then they all fight about it, uh, and then he gets all the magic stones, which no one can touch. Right? No one can touch the stones; they're too powerful. No, that's not true. Well, okay. that is kind of true. No one can like they make a whole big deal about how only like Hulk can put the gun. Like he's the only one who's like strong enough to. In, in, you could hold the stone; you just can't wield his power, right? Well, you mean all of them together. Right. Like it's, it, but then they forget about that the by the end. second right, movie, right, right, right. Uh, and everyone's running around with those stones in that glove. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and uh, this is all going in. And uh, Spider-Man died, and everyone, half the people died. And yeah, uh, and then Thanos, uh, he brings. Okay, so they decide they're going to go back in time <laughs> to stop. This uh, is staying in to sure. stop it from happening. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but then Thanos decides he's gonna go forward in time with a giant army. Is this so far? Is well, how's it's this? It's kind of, the time travel is confusing, but you're basically you're, ba- you're basically the, right. the broad strokes are right. Yeah. And then they just fight for like an hour. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't pee the entire time. You're not allowed. Yeah. And then, um, oh shit. Okay. And then that's why I asked. Oh, and then Captain cup. Marvel comes. <laughs> Captain Marvel comes because she's new, and uh, she punches Thanos. She pretty a much few times. No. Does she even get in with Thanos? She gets in with Thanos. Okay. She's yeah. She oh, basically the very shreds, Iron he basically Man. shreds the, his army. His like, fleet, yeah. Super easy. Okay, so that didn't matter. It's sort of like Game of Thrones. The whole uh, Ice Army. Guys she like go, don't he, matter. she goes yeah. like Dracarys on uh, King's Landing. Just uh, she and tears it up, and then and then everybody kind of fights. Not everybody, but a bunch of different characters fight. They all Thanos. do their different fights, and then. Uh, and they then nerf, Iron Man comes. They nerf Thor. And he puts on the glove, right? And his wish is that Thanos dies. No. That, well, that's what, yeah, that's that's kind of what Iron Man does. He wishes that Thanos and all of his guys die. That's what he did? Well, he snaps his fingers and then Thanos and his... Doesn't he are, bring all the people that were missing back? Hulk already did that. What? Oh, all the people right. that were died back were brought back before the end? Yeah. That's right. How and are, Thanos, Thanos is, was just going to do it again. Yeah. Right? No, Hulk was going to end the entire war. All Everyone, kill everybody. And so, why, okay, so if Thanos already what? made the- He was going to restart, literally restart the universe. Oh, he was like, yeah, fuck this. We yeah. can't do half. We'll just no one can remember there. what was before, so everyone, there has to be a fresh start. If Thanos already made the wish on the glove, uh, why are there more wishes being made on the glove? It's not like a fucking it's genie not a lamp. Wish glove. Okay, so what happened after uh, Iron Man made the wish? He di- Thanos dies and everything goes back to normal. What happened to the glove? It's 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 the power. They they have to return the stones back in time. You make more wishes. No, they they don't have any more wishes. They don't actually want to use use it for anything good. They just want to get rid of it. They just want to get rid of it. They're not like, oh, let's just double. <laughs> let's just actually make the universe this wonderfully abundant thing that has everything for everyone that. Well, I would argue that the universe is already that. Yeah, that's true. Well, yes, that's the whole fascist argument, I guess, is that uh, that Thanos, there are Thanos resources was incorrect in fact, for everyone. Yeah, I kind of yeah. wish you were knew the story less, so it'd be more like drunk history. I know it'd be yeah, more funny. It'd be funnier. You kind of like knew. Yeah. I knew too much of it. Too, you didn't make enough mistakes. I know it's because of this fucking. Everyone just talks about it. Osmosis. Yeah. It Why are we talking about this? I don't know. Cause oh, because I was talking. About, I saw Spider Man. That's because it's hilarious. Thank you.